Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to the Pirates podcast to be named later here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. He is Jared Prugar. I'm Alex Dunf. Jared, how's it going, man? Alex, it's pretty good. The Pirates just swept the Reds in a, in a battle for, you know, um, I guess. Fourth place. Rights, fourth place, whatever Last they want place. to fight for. The battle, battle for, the, for that you know, extra 3.25% in the draft Battle for lottery. who owns the rights to the Ohio River? No, no, no. Come on. We're, they're downstream from us. We, 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 that's Pittsburgh's. You're right. You're right, Alex. But, hey, the Pirates had a sweep, and they got some pretty good pitching out of the starters. Yeah, they did. And say what you want about – you know, this team, you know, in general, in their September performance, starting pitching in general has been pretty strong. And I think whenever you look to next year and you see Contreras and you see Keller and you see Brew Baker, I'm, I'm really high on Contreras, but I know there's development still to be done there. I think Mitch Keller has shown that he could be a solid arm in there. JT Brew Baker looks like someone that you don't mind giving the ball to every five days, somewhere solid there too. And then you look at like a Johan Oviedo, a Luis Ortiz. They've had, you know, some good impressions here this month. Plus you got that Quinn Priester guy and Mike Burrows and AAA. There's a good basis of a rotation here. You add one or two guys, you try to strike lightning, I guess, with another Tyler Anderson or Jose Quintana. And that's a fairly solid rotation. I mean, my goodness, they need to add some extra arms to that bullpen, which brings me to what I want to talk about here for this first segment. Wednesday, Bryce Wilson is shoving. It is the best start of his major league career. He's got the splitter working. He's not missing over the heart of the plate. It's just eight really strong shutout innings. And Derek Shelton takes him out regardless. And he cites the strategy and the thought process. He thought that Wilson was spent, that he emptied the tank in the eighth. Wilson disagreed. And I I asked also during that press conference, well, here, we're just going to play the audio clip here. Shelty, whenever you're going through the decision-making process to take about in the ninth, how much, or if at all, is it 
he could have a chance at a complete game here. I mean, this is the best game he's pitched up at the major league level. Yeah, I, that, that definitely is a factor of it. But the, the major factor is putting us in the best position to win and, and putting him in the best position. And, you know, we kind of thought at that time, or I thought at that time, it was best to go to Chicks. I, I, this is going to sound a lot more harsh than it probably should, but it, he's, Derek Shelton's mindset should be to win the game all the time, but let's not pretend that this team was constructed with the end goal of winning a lot of baseball games. I would have rather seen Bryce Wilson go for it. I would have understood if he was already at a hundred pitches, I would have understood if, you know, if he really struggled in the eighth, but he was, it was a couple base runners. He was hardly struggling. You have a chance at a complete game. Who knows how many times Bryce Wilson is going to have that chance. I feel like giving your player that opportunity it is more important than winning a baseball game against the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> Not just Bryce Wilson, but any pirate. September 28th. Yes. Any pirate. Yeah. It's what it's been what since 2020 that there's been a complete game. Steven brought was the last one. This is the first eight inning start for any pirate starter this year. So this is not out of the ordinary. This is a deliberate decision for Derek Shelton. So I ask you, Jared Prugar, if there's a pitch count, there's a pitch count. If you're mindful of innings, you're mindful of innings. But whenever you're in a situation like that, does he have to get out of his own way and just let his starter go? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're built up to, but I would imagine it's over 90 pitches. Um, Nandy has never been a number sided. Yeah, right. So, I mean, if you look at it like that, he was doing, he was cruising. Like, he gave up three hits and a walk, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Over eight innings, yeah. Yeah, over eight innings of work. Um, granted, the Reds aren't that great by any means. Um, neither team is very good. But your bullpen has been absolute crap for a long time. So, uh, let the starters do the work because guess what? They deserve a complete game. And it's not just for Bryce Wilson. It's for that starting rotation too, because that matters. Then you have that confidence going into that of your starters. Hey, listen, if I'm cruising and it, I'm going along, then it's great. And then of course it backfired. Right. And then they go into extras and, and you know, Kevin Newman does his thing uh, and they win it, but you have to believe in the starters and listen, how many, how many of these starts are you going to get from Bryce Wilson again? I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. It's kind of a mixed bag. So that's a thing too, but you have to believe in your starter and just let him go nine innings. You got the whole off season to worry about it. He can get his rest. And, you know, it's not that he's going to, I think, overexert himself and get hurt. I don't think that was going to be, you know, an issue. I think that's an issue on every pitch, but I don't think in the grand scheme of things that that was a huge issue in that situation, but Good Lord, just let him go out and throw it and, and see what happens. Because I would, at that point, I'd rather get, I'd rather three runs come off a starter than a guy that's fresh out of the bullpen. Yeah. I mean, is, does, is there anyone out there thinking maybe Chase DeYoung could be the eighth or ninth inning guy next year? It'd be David Benner set up a guy. Nobody's thinking that Chase. And that's, I feel bad saying that about Chase because Chase is a really good dude and he's had a good season, but Chase is, quite obviously the multi-inning middle reliever. He's the guy who bridges the sixth and seventh to get it to the leverage guys. And that's fine. You need that reliever. Sometimes you just have to stop trying to put a, a square peg into a round hole. Like that's, that's what that situation is right now. I get not wanting to go to Bednar back-to-back days whenever he's just back from the IL and this, you know, week and a half, two weeks that he's active is very, 
the number one goal is don't get hurt. We don't really care about anything else. Just, just don't get hurt. So I get not wanting to throw him back to back days. I get being mindful with your starting pitcher, but I just can't agree with this. And I'm usually a defender of Derek Shelton's bullpen management. I think, look, I think the guy gets a lot of crap that he doesn't really have a ton of control over. He didn't build this roster. He, he's got a lot of young players and a lot of players claimed off waivers. It's not his fault for a lot of this stuff. And with the pieces that he's had at, at some points, like he's done a good job or about as good a job as you can do. I thought the way they did hybrids early in the year was well deployed. I thought that most of the matchups before, you know, this month of September, whenever they quite literally had no leverage relievers and they were just like, well, maybe this guy could go here, figure it out. That had gone pretty well considering the circumstances that he was given. This is one of those he overmanaged. He overmanaged this game. And that I think is the bigger issue going into 2023. Whenever we see Burroughs and Priester, and if Rowe takes a step, and if Mitch Keller pitches like he has, you know, the second half of this year over the course of a full year, at some point, or at some points, they're going to be hap- they're going to have to be times where you just let your starter go. And I think he's, I think he recognizes that for some parts, like he, he'll go out and have a conversation with the pitcher, but not point to the bullpen, let them go finish the inning. But let them stay beyond one batter. Let them, if pitch count isn't an issue, if health isn't an issue, and if there's no warnings like, hey, the fastball velocity is way down, the spin's all the way down, something's wrong here. If they're shoving, let them shove, get out of your way. That's part of being a good manager is knowing when not to overmanage. Yeah, right. And, uh, and I think, the, honestly, you have to let them face some sort of adversity. You know, obviously, if they're cruising, yeah. then then that's good, right? I mean, yeah, you you look at how many times they've gone through the order, this, that, and the other thing. But again, it's a lot of it's on feel. Um, but there's nothing that gives me the warm fuzzies about that bullpen more often than not recently. So you let the starters go, you let them just win it for the staff, win it for the rotation, right? Because you know, not much has gone right for them um, over the course of the season. But let let will talk to him after the game or talk to him after the inning. Hey, how do you feel? This is your game. Go finish it. And as a coach, that's exactly how I would have handled it. Right. Because, yeah. you know, as, and I've had that conversation with players. Hey, now, of course, I, there's not as much on the line and, you know, in a high school baseball game, but Hey, how do you feel? All right. Well, this is your game. Go get it. And guess what? I bet they come out juiced up and ready to go. And, and then you get, you get a win and you possibly get a shutout tonight or uh, on Wednesday night. So, you know, that's, that's the, that's what you need to do to not only just, you know, for the success of your team, but Hey, that goes a long way in the clubhouse too. Yeah. I, this is situational based. I go back to a conversation I had with John Baker last year, where Quinn Priester last regular season start has a chance to go clinch the division for the Greensboro Grasshoppers and get shelled. And his mindset was like, that's a great learning opportunity. Let's see what you can do, kid. Like, you're going to be pitching in a playoff game if all goes well here at PNC Park one day. 
you need to be able to bounce back from something like that. And he did. He had a really good playoff start to follow. I don't know if Bryce Wilson is in the long-term plans for this organization as either a starting pitcher or a relief pitcher or even a pirate in general, but he, he had earned that shot. He had earned that shot to get his first complete game. He didn't get it. There are going to be situations like this that pop up next year. And I think that's going to be one of the big points for Derek Shelton, because you can look at that. This isn't a knock on, you know, Radley Haydad. I like Radley. I think Radley's done a very good job this year, but he's got to be more of the more analytical, you know, okay, you do take the guy out here, but sometimes you've got to just go with your gut. That's why you are a manager of a big league ball club and not a computer. And that's part of just let the guy go. I don't know. I think he got bailed out on Wednesday pretty good. Not that the win has much bearing on anything here, but boy, oh boy, I don't blame anyone who was upset in that live file. Yeah, right. I, Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. But again, the good news is they survived. They swept the Reds. And now it's, you know, perpetually playing the Cardinals for the end of this until the end of the season. We're going to take a break here. Whenever we get back, I, I'm going to get mushy. I'm sorry, guys. Welcome back to the Pirates podcast to be named later. He's Jared Prugar, and this is Jared Prugar's last time appearing as a member of the DK Pittsburgh Sports family, I guess I should say. We'll get you back on as a guest or something at some point next year. But this is the last time that Jared and me are going to do a podcast as true co-hosts together. And I'm I'm going to, well, I guess, first of all, Jared, explain you've got life coming up you've got a lot of great things going on in your life which is facilitating this move yeah i um you know i i am stepping back from my role here at dk pittsburgh sports um life comes at you fast and you know in the last eight nine months uh it's been a crazy journey and you know i've gotten engaged i'm getting married here in november um got a couple of puppies um who are awesome (laughs) And what are their names for our baseball listeners? Lincecum and Posey. Um, there we go. If you need that explained and you're a baseball person, I don't, I think you need your pulse checked. Um, <laughs> but, but also, you know, for, for a lot of you that have listened, this isn't my full-time gig. I am a full-time teacher. Um, you know, so the, the late nights that turn into early mornings doing podcasting or writing or site stuff, you know, they, they get to be too much. And, you know, it, you got to kind of dial it back and, you know, reevaluate where your priorities are. And, and my priorities are, are with my family. Um, and I'm still going to be around with the, we are podcast uh, with Corey. Um, and I'll be around to help Alex out because I mean, we're, you know, Alex and I are a package deal. We've been really together since like 2017 or something, um, something crazy like that. So I'm not, Oh, I'm not going to be far. And, and listen, I, I'm not going to be completely done with writing. I don't think that's, that's in my cards. I, I like sports. And I like telling stories too much um, to do that. But 
you know, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride. I've done a lot of stuff with DK Pittsburgh sports and I'm incredibly grateful uh, to DK and Dolly and, and everybody that we've had come through here while I've worked here. Um, but you know, sometimes you just got to take a step back and, and realize that, that life is life is to be lived and you can't let life live you. And, and I don't ever want to get to a situation where that's the case. So, you know, family, family comes first and here we are, you know, it, it's a it'll, Friday will be a bittersweet day with my last day, but you know, I'm excited for what's to come and, and excited for, for life because, you know, at 31 years old, um, it's about damn time. I get, you know, I quit playing this kid's game and, and finally, you know, get on to, to life and pursuit of happiness and, and all of it. I have nothing pre- prepared here outside of, I, I just wanted to talk about Jeremy, how we, we got to this point because Jared is one of the people who is why you guys hear from me and write and read my writing here on the site. He's one of the guys who starts the neck out, but our, I met Jared in 2017. We were both writing for Jason Rolison's site parts breakdown. And one of the reasons why I wanted to join the site at the, at the time I was really freelancing. I was just trying to find, you know, places to work. I, I wanted to do a lot of podcasting with him there. And he said, well, I have this podcast. It's, oh, what was the name of the show? It was, it was a debate show. Cannonballs. Cannonballs. Thank you. Thank you. It was driving me crazy. Like I said, this isn't prepared. <laughs> it was Cannonballs where Jason would be the host and two people would go head to head debating topics that he would come up with. And the first person I ever squared up with was against Jared. And we immediately clicked chemistry wise, debate wise, to the point that Jason, I, I know the light bulb went over his head. He's like, man, this was so close. I think we have to do this again next week to see who the real winner is. And it took like four weeks until I was eventually claimed the victor over Jared, which, you know, tough break for him. But I know. got him back, by the way. He, he did get me back. I think that was the only time I won. We did this a couple of times. A lot of, I had like a one, three and 18 record, whatever, whatever we were on the show together, but that's whenever we started doing it. And I, we just connected from there and we came up with, I can't believe I'm going to say the name of the show because it's, it's going to be, it's, it's one of the most cringe things I think I've posted on the internet we did our own podcast called pirates countdown oh man and if someone i i hope it has been lost to the to time especially since the first episode or two i i messed up the export and it just sounds horrible it could not have possibly been a worse 30 minutes of audio at all, let alone a, a baseball podcast. It was just unforgivable. But we, we figured out eventually how to export the damn podcasts and, and host a show together. We did a better show for a year and change called Clear the Deck, which was better. That was, that was actually competently made. And it was about that time whenever 
you joined DK Pittsburgh Sports to do mm-hmm. Penn State writing. But I, I, this is all memory. Tell me if my timeline's ever messed up with any of Sounds this. Sounds about right. I started with DK in 2018. All right. So timeline's still good here. And he started doing, even before then, actually, we're going to go back a little further here. So I think I'm writing for a site called Pittsburgh Sports Report at this time and jared was looking for a place to do penn state coverage he came on to sports report for a year we both left at basically the same time we we, we you know unintentionally killed that site by doing I have a so. really good habit of doing that yes jared this is something that i think we also need to warn the listeners for jared has was is it two or three times uh, i think pittsburgh sports report was Ah, uh, man, I think honestly, it's it's now about three because Pittsburgh Sporting News, um, I, I left there. Pirates Breakdown, I left there. Pittsburgh and, and Sports Report, I left there. All of those sites are defunct. Jared and, and also Roar Lions like Roar, who I went to in 2020, uh, one of the, well, 2019, I think it was, um, because we had dropped um, Pirate or Penn State. Again, we had dropped coverage at colleges again uh, for DK. Yeah. So Jared just has, he's the cat at the nursing home that goes and visits with the elderly and 30 minutes later, they're dead. That's, that's what happens whenever he leaves the site. So we'll, we'll keep the lights on here. We're in good spot now, but this is ending a really amazing streak. I, I would say from there. Yeah. So, it's, it's been a wild ride, right? You know, yeah. I've, we've been able to do a lot of cool things. I know, you know, Oh, I'm still going. I'm yeah. still going here. <laughs> yeah, you're still going. I I am taking a step back to watch you. Um, but Alex has followed me literally everywhere. Um, yes. He's like the shadow, and then he vultures things. Um, that like, was the greatest. That was 17, right? Uh, yeah, that was the Eastern League Championship year uh, for the curve. Yes. Um, so, I'm covering Penn State and DK, or for yeah, for DK. I think it was. No, it's for sure. Jason. No, yeah, that's right. It was, it was uh, Pirates, so, breakdown. Yeah, Pirates, Pirates Breakdown. And I'm covering them for Pittsburgh Sporting News at the time. If not, and maybe then it was PSR. I, I, I that, think it's PSR. Was, yeah, that was all kind of blurry. Um, uh, but I go to a Penn State game. Alex comes and takes a playoff game, and it's a clinching game to go to the championship. Yes. Um, and Alex gets doused in champagne. He still actually smells like champagne. Um, you know, if you've ever seen him out in public, but then I was still there for the championship series. So that's all that really mattered. But Alex is a very good vulture. Um, I mean, he very much enjoys it. Yeah. I, I, I've covered baseball long enough. I, I deserve to see one playoff winner clinching, whatever <laughs> I get to cover one of them. And that's the one I did. Jared had done that for Jason Rolson. And since the Penn state coverage got gutted here for a bit at, at DK Pittsburgh sports. He went on to do Altoona curve coverage mm-hmm. for him instead. So whenever August of 2019 rolls around and there's an opening here for a pirates writer, I had the two, two baseball writers on staff still just absolutely banging the table to, you know, talk to this guy. Let's see what happens. Like he, he deserves a shot. And I, I, I've said this a while. I, I was, I had made the decision. I was on a family vacation right after the All-Star break in July of 2019. And it had been five years since I had graduated college. And I had 
gotten a lot of freelance work at that time, but nothing, you know, permanent came around. And I just kind of made the decision like, you know what? I'm credentialed through the rest of the season through Bucks dugout. I'm going to enjoy the second half of the season. And then I think I'm going to walk away from journalism and do something else. And it was because of Jason and Jared that I got this opportunity and they, they picked me off the mat and they, you know, kept me in this industry. So this guy here that we're doing this podcast for is, is the reason why I, I'm doing Pirates coverage right now. He's to blame. Right. right yeah. There. So if you if you don't like Alex, um, first of all, you're probably not listening to this. But, yeah, probably not. But, you know, but this my is, bad. <laughs> yes. But Jared and and Jason were the two people who convinced Dayon to help me come on. And we did a lot of podcasts together. We talked a lot of Pirates prospects. We talked a lot of Pirates baseball. I know we're going to continue to do that in, in private. <laughs> in in group chats and, and text messages every time i go up to altoona i say i owe jared a curve burger because a i want a curve burger anyway and i don't want to be the only one eating one and number two like jared does did so much stuff this year every single live file this year is made by jared which is those things are an incredible pain in the ass to make and and jared did it I mean, partially because, you know, it's a job and he got paid, but also because he is a friend and he knows that's a huge thing off of my plate. And I, I am going to be forever grateful that we were able to do this together for three years, Jared. And, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned the live files because, you know, and, and we've helped each other out. Right. So like, it's funny, like Alex is, you know, one of my best friends, um, and, and, and we've kind of grown that relationship, that friendship for a long time. And no matter what we did, whether it was me telling him that he was an idiot for getting out of the industry, his break was about to come and then his break coming. And here we are. But, you know, last year, Alex had COVID and I had to go to Pittsburgh and fill in. Um, and, you know, for the longest time in the background of my phone, you know, I've always had goals and you know, like my, my wallpaper is, you know, to do or do not, there is no try. And then the, the home screen background was PNC park because the goal was always for me to go to PNC park and cover a major league baseball game. I think every, every writer, if you're not covering a professional sport, your goal is to get to cover a professional sport. I've been fortunate enough in my career to cover Rose bowls, Fiesta bowls, you know, and, and games like that. And I've been so incredibly fortunate, but the ultimate goal for me was to cover a professional game. And, you know, unfortunately Alex was sick and it got, but it got me my call up, right. You know, like everybody else in Altoona over the past two seasons, it got, I got called up to the majors and, you know, and I'm very fortunate for that. And, and now, you know, you, you know, I, I reached that, that aspect and, and I'm sure I'll get back eventually. And, you know, we've made a lot of good connections along the way. And yeah, those curve burgers taste a lot better whenever Alex buys them for me. And, you know, it's just one of those things. And Alex has met the family he's met, you know, he's, he's crashed on my couch multiple times. Um, and, you know, it, it's fun when you work with people that you're friends with, because that can always, that can be both a blessing and a curse. But luckily, we're two and a half hours away from each other. So it kind of works out perfectly. When I'm tired of them, 
I just shut my computer screen or my phone um, and just ignore them until like basketball season starts or something like that. Man, could you imagine going back to 2017 and, and telling the mid twenties us that this was going to work out like this? Um, not a chance. There's no, no way that there's no way. No, this turned out to be a pretty good ride. Uh, it's been a heck of a ride. Um, now I'm now I'm looking up cannonballs on Twitter. Um, that that on Twitter. I can go back to. Uh, that I, can go <laughs> back. I have no radio training, no podcast training, and I had even le- I I learned this stuff by doing it again. Don't try to find those early podcasts. Oh, my God. But you know, if I'm at all tolerable right now, it is because I've done this for years now. <laughs> Not because I, I, you know, knew how to do any of this stuff. So those cannonballs, I'm sure, will be a hoot and a half if you ever dig them up, Jared. They're really easy to find. They are? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Please tell me that Countdown is, is impossible to find. Oh, countdown. Oh man. That I'm not sure of. I, I don't um, if it's if it is, we gotta take it down immediately. We gotta burn cease, every single copy. I messed up the export so bad. If I just let it go up there. Yeah. Oh man. Um oh. God. To, to, but to them, but that's also like the beauty, right? That's the beauty of what we do is getting better. And I've seen, yes. you know, I've seen Alex get better in his writing. Alex has seen me get better in, in our writing, yes. in our podcasting, and in, in everything about it. And I think that's what's you know, that's what's really cool about you know, working with people that that you know and that you respect. Um, because guess what? Um, when it's those are the people that know what you're going through and what you're trying to deal with. Um, and Alex was, was awesome for that. And he always will be. So it's just one of those, you know, one of those deals where, Hey, guess what? We're, we're going to keep it rolling and, and see what happens. I, if I say one more nice thing, I, I, I I might actually, I also haven't paid him to do this. I promise you. You know, no, I, I, I gave Jared the uh, right before we get get in. It's like, I am going to say a lot of nice things about you and I can either say them to your face or you can hear them on the podcast, whatever they come through, because I would definitely be the other way around. So, but I, I was glad I was able to get all this out here for my friend because I know he appreciates me, but he he did so much. He's done so much. And he deserves a moment in the sun here before we go into our final segment as co-hosts of the Pirates podcast to be named later. Stay tuned. Welcome to Pirates Countdown on Pirates Breakdown Radio. For your host, Jared Pruger, welcome in uh, my co-host, Alex Stump. Alex, it's been a while. How have you been? Oh, it's been a dark and lonely time without the podcast, Jared. I know. I see you've been doing some Duquesne basketball. Um, I've been doing some Penn State football myself, but I've truly missed you. It's it's beautiful. we got a podcast love going right now. 
It's good. We got our, we're moving. We're grooving. What are we going to tell the fans about today? That was me and Jared messing around back in 2017. Still going strong here. Still going strong here. Jared, the floor is yours, my friend. Go for it. Oh, man. Um, Alex doesn't put me on the spot, but, you know. I do. I do. <laughs> Um, just like I did in cannonballs, I'll beat him again and it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, it, you, you come to a place that, you know, I came to DK Pitzer Sports in 2018 as uh, the part-time Penn state writer um, and doing, and I knew I would do a little bit of prospect stuff. Um, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to do it. And, and, I, and it's funny, like I always say this, I always slide into the DMS, right. And I slid into DK's DMS after Audrey Snyder went to the athletic and said, Hey, listen, I'm in Altoona. I'm uh, this is what I've done. I'm capable of doing this. Um, would you be interested? And the rest, as they say is history. And I've been able to do a lot of cool things. And, you know, I've been a lot, I've been able to do a lot of pirates coverage and curve coverage and you know penn state stuff and and it's all been great and 2020 was a weird year uh because like my world like minor league and and college sports didn't exist so um i kind of just stood by the wayside and then the opportunity kind of arose when chris carter who's another good friend of mine and who i respect greatly in this business left um to do his own thing um with locked on and you know i took over multimedia stuff and it's just um want to think um you know you, you don't know what you're going to get right because i i was never been any bit good in at multimedia stuff but here we are as editing podcasts and um you know that translated into a full-time thing and then you know i at around the same time that i got the full-time gig with dk i got a full-time teaching job for the first time and you know that's a 30-year gig right that's state retirement and benefits and and all of that and and don't get me wrong i love what i do with dk but you know, at the same time, I, I don't know how long I'm going to want to write, but I do know that I've always wanted to teach and coach and, and all of that. So at the end of the day, I, I did both and it was exhausting, but it was rewarding too. Um, and then it just got to be too much. Uh, so I took a step back and, you know, ended up buying a house and, you know, starting all of this stuff and, and here we are. And now it's time for me to take another step back. And, and like I said, I'm not done writing. I, you're going to be able to find my writing, you know, maybe with DK, maybe with other places. I, I don't know yet. Um, but, you know, I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited for the future and for the, you know, a lot less late nights um, and early mornings with writing and staying up and making sure the site is okay. But at the same time, I, I can't thank TK and Dolly and, and everybody that believes in me enough to do this. And, and for guys like Alex and Carter and Eddie and, you know, and Corey and Noah that have come, come and helped me out or, you know, done stuff with me or, you know, that we've worked together throughout the years. Dave Molinari, I think is a big one, Dale and, and Tom Reed as well. You know, I, you know, those are all guys and, and even in Taylor and, and Danny Shirey, you know, even though Danny Shirey doesn't know, um, what Keenan and Kel is, um, that hurt. That that's, hurt. A, that's a rough one, man. But you know, you know those young pups, man, it, I'm, I'm, I'm the older, I'm the old guy. I'm 31 and I'm, I feel like I'm the old guy around the room. Um, but, but no, it's been a, it's been a fun ride and, and I can't thank everybody enough for being a part of it. And, and I'm excited for what's next. And listen, you're going to see me at 
PNG field and PNC park and Beaver stadium and come up and say hi. And, and listen, I, I, I have people that listen to my podcast and they're not just my mom. Um, so that's awesome. And we, I couldn't thank you guys enough because you guys let us talk to you every week and listen to us battle and battle and battle. And, you know, it's, it's one of those cool things uh, that I never expected uh, to happen, but I'm so glad that it did. For Jared Prugar, this is Alex Dome saying thank you so much for listening. We'll talk again next week and in the future.